I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, dear listener, and welcome to another episode of Everyone is Hot the podcast that talks about your favorite stealth sex symbols and their film that turns you on to them. I'm Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> and I'm Shelly Brooks. Man, master impressionist. Oh, you're always Who is an impressionist? <laughs> I yes, am sorry. Tommy Lee Jones. Michael sorry, Stevens Jones. <laughs> is uh, on vacation uh, for the entirety of uh, this hour. So uh, he asked me to fill in. Uh Y'all are talking about one of my favorite films, so uh, I, I I just want to let y'all know I, I'm I'm really excited to to hear y'all talk about it. Y'all got a guest, right? We certainly do, uh, Mr. Jones. I believe that you're familiar with our guest. Could you tell us who we're going to be talking to? Oh my god! Oh my god! I've seen this man do sketch so often, so often. Uh, he is an actor and a writer with the New York City sketch team, Young Douglas, voice of LeBron James, one of my favorite basketball players and John Morant in Bleacher Report's NBA-centered anime series, Hero Ball, and bassist, I love a man that plays bass, for the band Skeeter DeMilo, Devin Gant, everybody. Hey. Oh. hey. Oh, oh, my God. We're so excited to have you, Devin. What's up, kids? Oh. How y'all doing? The oh, kids are big sketch comedy fans. <laughs> they a, love I'm, bands. Oh, <laughs> kids love dance metal. They are into it. <laughs> 
Yeah. Famously. <laughs> Guys, thank you for having me on. Shelly, it's great to meet you. It's great to hang out with yeah. you. Uh, sorry I couldn't hang, get here when uh, Mike was available, but Mr. Jones, <laughs> big fan, man. I mean, Huge honestly, <laughs> it's it's good for me because I was uh, telling Mike earlier, you know, before it turned out that they couldn't come, uh, yeah. that I was a bit intimidated that I was going to have two genuine, like, comedians on as a, oh. as a non-comedian. So, oh. I mean, I'm lucky that we've got famously serious and uh, curmudgeonly <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones yeah. <laughs> working yeah. with me instead. Famous yeah. stoic. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I do like having fun. Um, that's, that's uh, you know, a common misconception about me and my mm. work. Uh, I I love having fun. I wanted to do some some goofs and gaffs uh, for the movie yeah. that that y'all are going to talk about today. But you know, unfortunately, the director said, you know, keep every line uh, mm. uh, really stoic, stay very mm. serious. Mm. But you you, know, you did have fun, man. You I mean, it's clear that you had a great time. You know, you had a little Elvis moment. You know, what I'm yeah. saying you did stunts. You did actual stunts, man. Like I, I saw the work. I saw, you put you put in work for it. I, I don't want to you know, debunk the whole curmudgeon thing, but I love you, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge fan wow. of yours. Yeah. Well, wow. Speaking of, Devin, could you tell us uh, you don't have what to say movie I love we're going to be back. talking? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you understand. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. It's, it's those are some powerful Texas, words. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I'm dropping the bit. It's it's hard. Hey, Mike, what's up, bro? Michael's here. Hey. Oh my god, look at that! It's me. Oh, I just pulled my mask off for those of you uh, who cannot see. I, I Mission came Impossible here a, style. Yeah, it, always, it always starts like underneath the neck, right? You got to get into the collar, then you know, pop it off. The eyes get like weirdly off placed. Nice. Well, welcome back, Michael. And uh, oh, yes. so we've uh, kind of walked around what movie we're uh, going to be talking about. But Devin, tell mm. us, what was your movie that you picked for today? And who is your crush? The movie I picked was 1997's banger, mm. Men in Black. Ah, oh, yes. Huge, huge. It, it came from a time when movies still had a song associated with it. Yes. You know what I mean? A yes. Yo, I missed that. Before before we started recording, uh, I was just finishing the credits and mm-hmm. like I forgot that the song was in the movie and I hear the <laughs> boom, boom and I was I, I lost my fucking mind. I was like, ooh, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's gr- I mean, I'm when was the last movie to have that? I think I mean we're getting I, off topic already. Someone's no, I we're mean, all- Will Smith. No, I, we love oh. a movie song. It's great. I mean, yeah. thank you, thank God for Demi Adjuibe, who's holding down the fort with uh, his Will Smith uh, credit songs that he does. Oh, yeah. oh really? <laughs> oh, I gotta watch those. Oh, I gotta send you the Moonlight one. <laughs> oh my God, it's good stuff. That's so one we're gonna thing. Be talking about. Oh. oh, go ahead. No, that's one thing that I I, keep, I think about all the time is like Will Smith should definitely get back to having songs in all of his movies, like. I didn't see Gemini Man. King Richard. Yeah, King Richard needed a song. Like yes. Gemini Man needed a song. Collateral yeah. Beauty, whatever the fuck that was, needed a song. God. Suicide Squad. Collateral Beauty. I haven't fucking, thought about that in a while. Seven yeah. pounds. Ten seven pound. track EP. Pursuit of happiness. Was it ten pounds. Uh, <laughs> pardon? Uh, woo ha ha. Wait, was it a, <laughs> was it ten pounds or seven pounds? Yeah, seven pounds. Seven pounds. Wild Wild West was the last time, or maybe Men in Black Two wow. was the last time he Wild had a song. Wild West. 
he should have done like an outro song at the Oscars that year. You know, mm. <laughs> he could have really turned things around. I think. <laughs> so I just <laughs> let him speak. You break that song in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, so we're going to be talking yeah. about the 1997 <laughs> film Men in Black, and yes. who is your stealth sex symbol? In this my film? stealth sex symbol. Who's not really that stealthy? Because not whenever they're stealthy. on screen, it's a tonal shift in the movie. It matches the movie. It augments the movie. But this person <laughs> who I picked is the beautiful Linda Fiorentino oof. playing so, Dr. Oof. Laurel Weaver. Hello. So, oh. What was that? Uh, that was my, uh, that was my uh, Linda smart Spallin. device. <laughs> that, was my, that was our erection. That, it yeah. makes me sound yeah, really that was good. My- our collective oh, I just saw your desk kind of lift up. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that this movie came out when I was yeah ninety seven, so I was six, and this yeah. is around the time when I started. I just I don't know. I started to differentiate people from like, all right, this is a person. This is a person on this. Oh, this is a woman. This is yeah. like, uh, okay, this is different. This is Start to get the just, tingle in the dingle. Yeah. I think so. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember I'd be around like my mom's friends and be like, oh, yeah, that's Xenia. That's that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> I was thinking about, oh, God. The mom's friend effect is like a very yes. real thing. Like <sighs> you see them, they're just some ladies. They're like aunts. And then over time, <laughs> you begin to recognize, like, oh, uh, hi, are you? Yeah. You're Miss Michelle. You're Miss Michelle. Put some respect on their name. Yeah. Oh, hi, Miss Michelle. Oh, when a horny little boy does like a little handshake with a grown woman, that is the funniest thing in the world. (laughs) Ashante. When he really leans into Miss Michelle. (laughs) Oh, hi, Miss Michelle. Shelly, did you you have an uh, experience like that growing up at all? Oh, gosh. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, definitely in high school, I had an enormous crush on my friend's dad. And yeah. I would be over at his house all the time. And I was like, hi, Mr. Lahiri. It's great <laughs> to see you again. <laughs> but he... yeah, I don't think I had those like formative, like really little kid moments where like you see like a little bit of like a, a nip slip at the pool or something. Oh you know? my God. Ooh, me neither. I would not have survived, I don't think. Oh my God. Jesus. <laughs> I, I, would... I, I, wonder, I wonder if it's, looking back, like they're, they were attractive for sure. But I think there was mm. just something... I don't know. There was an, an energy about them. And I think to relate that to Linda, look at me being look the at segue. You saw that segue? Oh, professional, professional, professional. But, but real, really, like, there was just kind of like an energy to them that was different. And yeah. with Linda, uh, she, I don't know. There's something, there's something about her. You know what I mean? She's mm-hmm. funny. She's playing like a person in a position of power a person who no matter how many times they try to erase what she's seen mm-hmm. she's always coming back she's always discovering the truth like yeah. she's meant for this world uh similar i guess that's kind of how like all of the agents get found like uh, the, yeah. this person continues to stumble upon mm-hmm. what we're concealing maybe there's something to them maybe we should recruit them yeah. uh yeah was she the only female agent in this movie I think uh, so. I think so. I'm pretty yeah. sure they and didn't have like female agents until on screen until like in a significant way until like the second or third. Mm. Um, mm. At least yeah, the second. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. cool seeing her like hold her own with the boys and like something I thought when watching it this time was like, I feel like a lot of the like 
female stars of blockbusters right now feel so young. Not just female stars. I guess all all stars feel like very young right now. Because they're only like, cast in she's young. Yeah, like very well, yeah, old. Yeah, but I mean, it's like she certainly wasn't old in this movie. But oh, like true. you watch like these like 80s and 90s movies and like everyone feels like adults. Yeah. And it's like very refreshing because I'm like, I don't want to see fucking Timothy Chalamet. Like, I don't know, making out with someone. He looks like he's in high school. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. These people have jobs. These people. Yeah. Like, all right. This person <laughs> went to college. This person like is a pro in their field or whatever. Yeah. I get yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, Chalamet looks like his like dad still helps him with his taxes, you know? <laughs> oh, he's still on that parents insurance 100%. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure that no one listening has like not seen Men in Black, but just in case they haven't, Michael, would you like to tell us what Men in Black is about? Absolutely. A police officer joins a secret organization that polices and monitors extraterrestrial interactions on Earth. And as an adult, in 2023 in joe mm. biden's america reading mm. this shit in eric adams's new york this Yo. <laughs> pisses me to fuck off oh man i do not trust the police, police officers police in, in space now oh <laughs> sneaking around wow typical copaganda i read up all the aliens huh hmm. i know all you motherfuckers <laughs> they're tracking they were preparing us to have our <laughs> privacy violated. Yo, God, can't uh, even go to space. <laughs> you, I, I know you said that you kind of like skimmed it, but I think there's there is a lot of anti-government sentiment in yeah. this movie, which is kind of dope. Offered by yeah. my man, uh, who was <laughs> with us for a second, Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, yeah, it's real. It's really cool. It's worth it. it if y'all really haven't shit. seen it in a while, listeners, check it out. Um, yeah, it's good shit. It's really good shit. And so we're going to get into our main discussion in just a moment. But Mm. before we do that, we like to play a little game so we can get a little warmed up, a little uh, slick, a little, a little, (laughs) and that is called (laughs) the sexy trivia game. Michael, what is the sexy trivia game? Oh, it's just a game to get the listeners Slick for some chatting. Mm, I will yes, it kick is. us off with letter A. Chris O'Donnell was first offered the role of J, but he turned it down because he thought it was just another new recruit role, like his performance of Dick Grayson from Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Other castings were David Schwimmer as J and Clint Eastwood mm. as Kay. And funnily enough, Will Smith almost turned it down due to similarities to Independence Day. But Jada Pinkett Smith talked some goddamn sense into him. <laughs> Isn't that something? Good talk job, Jada. Talk mm. some Jada Pinkett sense. Oh, oh Jada Pinkett sense. <laughs> <laughs> Devin, do you want to give us number B? Of course. Coming in at number B is <laughs> here. I go. Sorry. Sometimes no, I you're get good, you're good. it tickles me a little bit. But here we go. <laughs> Lowell Cunningham's comic, The Men in Black, was much darker and drier than the family-oriented <laughs> science fiction comedy this film adaptation was. In the comics, the MIB surveyed not only extraterrestrial activity but paranormal 
and supernatural activity on Earth as well. They are allowed to maintain secrecy by any means necessary, including elimination. They also had a secret agenda to manipulate and reshape the world in their own image by keeping the supernatural hidden. Ooh, mm, goodness. Makes you think. Makes I'll you tell you one think. thing that's not dry, me. <laughs> <laughs> Number C, Linda Fiorentino won her part in Men in Black, 1997, in a poker game from Barry Sonnenfeld. Besides the part, she won around $1,200. Oh, man. And that's a sexy trivia game. Oh, that's All a right. sexy trivia game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> $1,200 in 1990 is not bad. That's pretty not good. too bad, I, I will say. Ugh. I gotta say, like, until I found out that piece of trivia, I was like, she's like regular, regular, everyday hot, like movie hot. But mm-hmm. that specific piece of information, uh, I guess, along with the fact that she had, she's retired for the most part, um, yeah. makes her very hot. I think. Uh, what just is any the kind deal of deal with Hollywood and poker, because it feels like a lot of people like. So Toby Maguire famously was yes. uh, the basis of that character in Molly's Game. Yes. So he is a poker guy. Mm. Paul Schrader also famously said on Facebook that he got kicked out of his virtual poker game with a bunch of other <laughs> Hollywood people because he was probably saying some uh, off the wall shit. Oh shit! <laughs> like, why are they all playing poker? Is it, they just have too much money? I think they have I money think... to throw around. <laughs> also, might be a euphemism. Yeah, let's go play poker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, it could be like a Gaga kind of poker face. Do <laughs> <laughs> oh. y- y'all know how to play poker? I always wanted to learn. It looks no. cool. Seems cool. I I don't know how to play poker, but I I feel like if I knew the rules, I'd be okay. Uh, mm. Because I I have a good poker face. It's mm. it's all about having like you got dead eyes. You got a good you know? face face, man. You got good. Oh, face that's face. nice. You got a good face face. That's, that's, so that's true. Oh. What a good looking bunch. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> look at us. We all we always have we always have the best faces on this show. Mm. Um, we do have great faces. We've got very cool people who come on the show. Earlier this morning we recorded with uh Caroline Gollum and she was like recording from bed, like sucking on a vape, and she looked so cool. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, I look like such a fucking nerd. I have no bra on, I'm wearing a sweatshirt, I haven't washed my hair. Like <laughs> I was like, damn, I gotta step it up for the next recording. <laughs> Nah, we all look great. This is a mm. uh, audio medium, but we look yes. amazing, guys. Yeah. yeah, you guys are missing out, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> have, y'all, have y'all ever considered um, making it a visual? Thing? Michael has pushed for that. I uh, I am too self conscious. I think I didn't do anything. A little, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but if we keep having good looking people like this, we might have to switch to video. Because I mean, I actually, <laughs> I uh, we probably should share clips. The thing about it is like. Uh, yeah yeah it's just another thing to do that we should do um that i should do specifically yeah. and that's because she- shelly really uh not to not to gas shelly up but like shelly edits these episodes like really well and so oh, well, yeah. why, why wouldn't i gas shelly up shelly edits these episodes and like Sometimes I'll listen. I'll be like, "What I just said was really smart," and I don't say that about myself very often. <laughs> like, no. and, to, and I'll listen to someone like Shelly edited that really well, or found you know, it's really it's nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm piecing it together bit by bit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just something really smart, for Michael. 
<laughs> well, speaking of uh, good-looking, interesting people, so Linda Fiorentino, what is your yeah. history with her? Was this the first movie you saw her in? The, yeah, this is one of the few movies I've seen her in. I think I've only mm-hmm. seen her in this and Dogma. Yep. Um, Ooh, yeah. But I... <sighs> I don't know. I mean, she she struck a chord 100% when I was a kid and I've watched this like a million times also and every time I see her it's never it never it's like the first time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just she's she's just so cool, you know? Yeah. And I don't know I mean, yeah, she vibrates and I think like that's historically the type of women i'm attracted to this is women who like it's beyond beauty it's beyond just like physical whatever right. it's just like there's like an energy an aura a, a vibration about them and i think she, for, for some reason i mean that that's just a testament to her acting but also just like who she is as a person she just seems like that type of person that just uh stands out you know what i mean mm, and dude. for an agency that is <laughs> built around being clandestine <laughs> they <laughs> recruited the most energetically uh <laughs> weird person you know what i mean there's yeah. something dark about her there's something funny about her but it's all wrapped in sexy and just like smoothness you know she's around the most unsexy place of all time which is well relative to me i guess but like i don't know <laughs> how y'all feel about dead bodies but i pretty when you go to two more yeah, pretty, yeah. I feel good. I'm pretty, pretty good about it. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. There's something yeah, there, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll be one one day. Um, and, and yeah, she's just. I don't know. I mean, she's just. I feel the same way now that I do, or that I did when I first saw her as a kid. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm able to articulate what I'm feeling more. But like as a kid, I was just like, man, what the fuck is is this? What who is who is this person? Who mm. this is a this is a woman who sound her voice is deeper than mine like, yeah 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 so yeah. crazy I'm, I'm yeah like, it's, it's, it was yeah she's great she's really uh, she's really really cool what, wait, so set the scene her? with like the first like viewing experience like when you saw this i want to say i saw it in theaters but i only remember the act of putting the tape into the vcr yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> like i remember yeah. that vividly but i feel like because it was a huge movie and everyone saw it I, my my folks were like big moviegoers so we had to have seen it Mm -hmm. um in theaters but yeah i just remember having access to the tape and just watching it over and over and over and just right rewinding like (laughs) as soon as like the in credit start like let me just rewind it over again and watch this movie again and it's yeah it was this also i want to say watching it now as an adult everyone in this movie is striking yeah. You know what I mean? Not even the, the I mean, especially the humans that are, or the aliens that are masquerading as humans, they all mm-hmm. have, like, very expressive features, da 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 But everyone, like, Rip Torn is in his fucking movie. Rip fucking Come on, love let's... him so much. And also, even the people that are made to look, like, weird looking are, there's something attractive about them, I think, yeah. in part because, like, it's exciting to see, like, a character actor really like leaning into Ooh. a choice like Vincent, Vincent D'Onofrio, D'Onofrio like, is hot fucking, in this movie yo, he's, I'm so he's, glad oh god he deserved yeah. the Oscar he deserved a nomination I, I, he I really mean, should I, have I don't know if that's he this is my when when people ask me about like uh physical comedy he's the first person mm. I think of you know him and John Ritter I mean we'll, we'll get into John Ritter later oh my but god, yes. Oof. Vincent D'Onofrio 
he carries this energy in everything he's done since then. You know what I mean? Yep. Even to like the Magnificent Seven, like the choices he makes in this movie is just so dope. And so like, yes. he doesn't yeah, have yeah. to do much. <laughs> he really didn't have to do anything because the prosthetics around him, that yeah. like any, I feel like any any other actor would have just leaned into that. But this dude's physicality, like rigor mortis, how do you act rigor mortis? You know the what I mean? The way yeah. he walks in this movie is crazy <laughs> like he wild. made such a choice and it's so fucking good yeah. and it's like all like all the little supporting characters are not little i mean they're all like you know kind of pretty famous character actors but like siobhan fallon hogan as the wife i mean the, the faces <laughs> she makes and like tony shalhoub i am always horny for tony shalhoub <laughs> yeah but like he, his eyes going all over the place like yeah. that he, the very unglamorous like work that he's doing in it is like so sexy to me. <laughs> yeah, I feel. Shout to Siobhan. I'm glad you mentioned Siobhan too, man. She like, I, I was watching Holes this week too, yes. and I forgot <laughs> forgot that she was the mom in that. Um, oh my god! Ever your skin is hanging off your bones. What what was that upstate? <laughs> were they supposed to be in upstate New York? I, maybe I think I don't know because they sure. got there pretty fast from right. <laughs> yeah, but. Oh um, man! Speaking of holes, Michael, put it on the list. Another movie yeah. that we got to do because that cast is oh, yeah. stacked. Yeah. Holes. I don't think I've seen Gorny holes. Weaver. Oh, bro. Michael, have you, have you read it? Holes. And my mom bought me the book, and I was like, I want to read a series of unfortunate events. So, unfortunately, <laughs> I I did not read it. Um, is this so, this is the I one think we're with all about? Yes, yeah, Sigourney Weaver's in it. Sigourney Weaver's John in it. John okay. Boyd, like yeah, Tim Blake it's, loves Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, Rosanna Arquette. Yo, mm -hmm. it's a it's a stack oh, cast. I am shocked that you haven't read Holes or seen Holes because I mean I think we're all about the same age, and I feel like Holes was like a oh. formative thing for like our generation. Nah, yeah. I was I was watching cartoons. Um, I didn't like <laughs> movies about children, um, about like live action children. As a youth, I was a self hating child and uh oh bro it's a movie yeah. about it's about generational trauma man you'll love it yeah. really, really okay it's, yeah it's good shit i should it's, i should yeah. check it out capital. yeah okay. i think especially in the movie the children feel kind of like incidental because like it's like so stacked with like these like famous character actors that you're like get back oh to the God. adults come on Julie <laughs> hill is in this movie patricia yes! earth oh, so rick fox oh. <gasps> henry winkler what the Sweet fuck <laughs> oh my God. We're doing holes. We're doing holes. <laughs> I guess we're doing holes. And we got to talk Sigourney Weaver sometime because like, Bro, um, absolutely. like and between you know Alien and uh, Galaxy Quest, which are my two Ooh. like Sigourney Weaver <laughs> touch touchstones, like, God I damn. was this close to picking Sam Rockwell as my, <laughs> as my stuff. Oh, <laughs> dog! Dying. What Sam Rockwell movie would it have been? Any of that's the hardest part. That's why I figured <laughs> it would have been either Galaxy Quest or Charlie's Angels or uh, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Oh, uh, oh my God! I'll take yes, him as fucking so George W. Bush. Like I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting. So I, you know, sometimes we have people come on who like only have female crushes, only have male crushes. It's interesting mm. that you were considering both a female and a male crush. So I mean, have you found that like I don't know your mu movie viewing experience like has maybe like opened up you know what you're what you find interesting and like attractive on screen yeah definitely i mean <clears throat> i'm i'm i identify as straight but like for some reason like i 
the concept of attraction when I'm watching movies, when I'm watching actors, mm-hmm. as a person who grew up wanting to become an actor, yeah. uh, that has broadened. It's, it's not even just like a physical thing like we're talking mm-hmm. about. So, yeah, when I was thinking on um, who to pick, I think I was just like, I feel like I have more to say if I pick someone that vibrates with me uh, energetically and physically. But like with right. uh, Sam or... I feel I feel like I was gonna pick someone else too, uh, another male actor. But like mm. I, it's different. It's it's something that I haven't really articulated yet, to mm. be honest. But um, y'all get it. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? y'all a, understand. Yeah. <laughs> it's important to have yeah. like hundred percent. It's important to have some kind of like objective lens on attraction, regardless yeah. of like who you actually explore your attractions with. Um, mm-hmm. I first started to recognize this with my dad, the way he would talk about certain actors. Cause like, mm-hmm. he'd be like, you know, Brad Pitt, he's just a, he's a good looking guy, you know, <laughs> you know, and yeah. that's what you want yeah. in a movie. You want a good looking guy and a good looking girl or good looking people. You know, yeah. I was watching, uh, what's that movie with the Cowboys, the one with the Cowboys. Oh, not uh, Shawshank Redemption. Quick- that's not the Cowboy one. No, um, Quicksilver uh, or Tombstone? Nah, it's got a, <laughs> what's his name? The guy that died and Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, Brokeback, Brokeback Mountain. Mountain. That is like Good such looking. a dad way to describe a yeah, movie. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> one with that's... the guys and the one who died. I wanted to give you the full the full vision of how this man d- discusses I cinema. But um, yeah, like when I, when I started to like think of like, see my dad be like very comfortable like talk about like other men it's just like or other mm. um forms of attractiveness in a way that yeah. wasn't just oh she is attractive because she is a woman it's just like no you got to mm. you got to kn- yeah. know you got to know what's attractive to like be attractive also like <laughs> like yeah you got to know how That's to cool. you know do it and, but, and i think Devin, to your point about having that sort of like it factor that sort of like you know something that like radiates off these people that like is what makes them good movie stars I mean I have brought this up on the podcast before but uh famously my parents when I was growing up would talk about like their celebrity hall passes mm-hmm. and my mom's was always Tommy Lee Jones yeah. and it's like <laughs> there's just like a little like crackling there and she was like I love I just love that guy because he's kind of ugly handsome and I was like yeah, yeah. that's like that's a, part of the appeal has a face he has that like has a, a face. A president face, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like George Washington, and like people don't look like that except for and Tommy it, Lee Jones. Like yeah. I looked, he, this dude has a, he's lived a life. Also, right? he went to Harvard, was roommates with Al Gore, mm-hmm. and played wow. in like one of like their the har the one of the biggest college football games ever, Harvard versus Yale, and he became a famous actor after all of that, and right. still is. It's insane, this dude. Yeah, oh now he like just like lives in Texas and makes like little art movies like every couple of years, and then like people try to interview him, and he's like, "I don't want to talk about that." <laughs> all right, <laughs> like, all right. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Mr. Ha- Jones. <laughs> for how hard of an exterior he has, he does have an objectively sweet voice too. Yeah, he really it's, it's does. very it's very soft. It's a soft, it's a very kind voice. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. yeah, um, and it's funny. Like I love him, sort of like paired with like Linda Fiorentino because like he's got the you know tough exterior the soft voice she's this like beautiful woman but she's also got that kind of like forceful like 
lower mm. voice. It's like it's very attractive. Uh, <laughs> Those yeah. kind of like meeting of opposites. And I don't know if my attraction to women with deep voices came from this mm. movie or not, but I'm gonna say yes. Yeah. But who isn't attracted to a woman with a sultry voice? You know what I mean? I that's, love. That's just, yeah. Anyone love a contralto right? uh, range? Is that oh. what that is? Yeah, yeah. Contralto? I think yeah. so. Shelly, yeah, am I right? Deep. Yep, yep, yep. That's the the deep, deep women's voice. Uh, <laughs> this conversation is taking me back to an era where I was watching like Batman Forever and fucking Casper like on repeat and <laughs> there is one woman in Casper that I was just going to mention her bro. Uh, I was going to bring back to Raging a, Bull. I was like who uh, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. And um but I'm a uh, but I'm a cheerleader. Yeah. Oh god. Uh, oh god. I'm yeah, I'm blanking on her name, but she's a, she's incredible. Oh I'm my god, Raging right Bull. Now. She I gotta, is I got to I got to know. Vic, Vicky something. Kathy Moriarty. Kathy uh, Moriarty. Oh she's, fucking. Oh, god, that Hell voice. yeah. She is uh her voice yeah. chasing ghosts. Like, yeah. Oh God. Ugh. Like seeing someone like her on screen and then they mm. replace her with the CGI ghost character, but I'm still attracted. Yeah. Yeah. Pure voice. That that voice is booming. They add a little reverb to it. Oh, yeah. God. Yes. Good lord. Oh God! So, <laughs> so I will God. say you are someone with like a very good voice. You've got like radio voice, like silver tongue voice. I mean, are Thank so you. is that something that like you really hooked into like from a young age of how people sound like beyond just like what they look like? Um, I think so. I, I think because like I loved movies and I loved acting as a kid, but I was too afraid to pursue it or too afraid hmm. to tell folks that I wanted to pursue it. So my entry to it was mimicry. You know what I mean? Fuck, so like, dude, we had the same childhood. <laughs> we had the same childhood, <laughs> bro. Yeah, except I, I was saw holes, and I was embarrassed. You gotta see holes, bro. God, I gotta uh, see holes. It also has a, yo holes also has a dope song associated with it. A dope theme song. Right. Yeah, but, digging up the yeah. holes. <laughs> Let me write this um, down. I gotta see fucking holes today. <laughs> my bad. Um, no, yeah, no, like, no, no bads. All good. good. All good. <laughs> My my entry to just like performance was mm. through my own voice. So I think that might have been what I honed in on. And I really loved imp impressions growing up. And I loved, um, yeah, just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's the thing I lock into much. With I don't, I don't know if that's why I started to pursue radio in college or whatever. Mm. But I think the reason I pursued radio is because like I knew for a fact I had a talent with like voices and characters and that was a way for me to kind of inch my way into acting right. and performing because i was still yeah. kind of shaking that fear of mm -hmm. failure fear of putting myself yeah. out there fear of yeah. being exposed mm. to myself if that makes any sense yes um, makes perfect fucking sense <laughs> Word. yeah man i feel where the hell were y'all when i was a kid man i need I, dude <laughs> dude dude both of you i was homeschooled and Answer so me. like I was so yeah, yeah Michael was at home. I will fucking tell you. Like I was at home, mind my business, shrinking myself, trying not to like draw yeah. too much attention. And so mm. like high school was the time I got into drama club and realized like this is the fucking key, Michael. Like this is mm -hmm. the key to you to fucking like explore yourselves, you know? And mm -hmm. oh God. The I really fucking relate to the uh mimicry aspect of it mm -hmm. and 
the question that I have for you is when you were a kid, were there any movies in your household that were like quotable that were just this movie has become how we talk to each other and how we like fuck with each other and stuff like that? <laughs> um, yeah. I was an only child until I was eight. So my oh. dad was like the uh, big movie guy. My mom liked movies, but like I think my access to my father was through movies. That's how we mm. communicated. Right. And the quote, we would quote Coming to America and Princess Bride to each other a lot. It's specifically wow. Billy Crystal's moment in uh, uh, Princess Bride. My dad used to he liked to say, get back, witch, all the time whenever I would call him. Like, dad, go, get back, witch. Oh my God, my dad would always say, good luck storming the castle. Yeah. <laughs> Dads love Princess Bride. They love it. They really do. Um, I don't know what, what texture of humor is that. Is it? I think that is, that's right. Rob Reiner or Carl Reiner. I feel uh, like... Rob Reiner, I think. Yeah, Rob Reiner. yeah, yeah. Carl Reiner is a 2,000-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Whoops. Um, yeah, I think that something about that 80s mid 80s comedy texture mm. that was seen in like Harry Mess Alley, Princess Bride, Coming mm. to America, something about it is Just, yeah, what my my pops related to a lot and through an extension I, I got there too. So that was probably I he he would quote that a lot to me, um but I think I would always replay and I'm really glad I'm getting you asked this question because I love giving shine to him as much as possible. David Allen Greer and Jumanji. Uh, when... <laughs> I love I y'all so much, man. I'm in love yeah. with Dag. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. That's like yeah. Peter Falk and David Allen Greer are like why we do this show. They um, are our guys. Oh my god. Who, who was the first one? Uh Peter Falk. Falk. Oh Ooh. yeah. Nice. Princess Bride. Ooh. Boom. There we go. Yeah. Um, yeah, when when his when the cop car got crushed by the sentient vine, like that was on replay in my head. I oh my I didn't say it out loud, but I learned how to do it and just would do it to myself. It was I just do it to myself, you know. And yeah, that, yeah. That's how, <laughs> and that's yes. how I just grew up. But Mike, oh good God. for you for finding like high school is like the hardest time to be truthful with yourself or yourselves and mm. the fact that you took that step to do that um especially at, like having been homeschooled as a kid like to like put yourself out there like that that's that's amazing bro honestly yeah. it if i knew more about how other kids were then i probably wouldn't have done it <laughs> but <laughs> uh yeah it like that's where i met the people who watched the same movies that i watched uh, because my dad was also like showing me movies and also a lot of them were movies that were probably like way inappropriate for my age. But because of that, I was like, ah, my sense of humor is, uh, you know, mm -hmm. relevant to this group of people and the fucking uh, high school director, uh, you know, you got to make yeah. sure you access those adult those adult minds. There you go. It is so funny. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I'll, I'll remember. You go. Oh yeah. Well, well, just it's so funny. It's like sometimes like the like family movie things that come up and like you know talking in in quotes from movies that <laughs> there are things that like I didn't see until like the past couple of years, but like really we quoted them all the time in our family, and I just didn't know where they came from. Like I hadn't seen 
Beverly Hills Cop until what? a couple years ago. I still and haven't seen it. It's really good. And yeah. but what's that line about like the the banana and the tailpipe? Like I my hey man, parents, banana in my tailpipe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my parents would say that all the time and I I never knew what it, what it was from. And then like suddenly a couple years ago I was like, "Oh my god, like half of like the things that we said in our household, it was like just like from Beverly Hills Cop." Yeah. And I didn't know it. <laughs> Eddie Murphy was huge. Eddie Murphy, uh, every family has like their connection to Eddie Murphy mm-hmm, somehow. He's like right? the nucleus of every family tree because I, I remember when Eddie Professor came out that was like the last big blockbuster comedy i mean that shit was on cups it was on the popcorn bag (laughs) and everyone was saying hercules everyone like that shit was all my family all the time yeah 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 yeah. um but i was gonna say speaking of voices you're a whole performer right like like, yeah i mean it's been a a minute but (laughs) how did you how did you find your way into that like were you always like was it something that your folks put you into was this something that you found that you can do and just like pursued it on your own or what's up yeah I mean I started kind of young because my um like it actually started because my cousin was in like a high school play and they needed like a little kid to be in it and I did it and I was like this is the most fun thing I've ever done and I'm getting so much attention (laughs) Uh, and all these older people like talking to me. This is amazing. Uh. (laughs) So yeah, I was like a little bit of like a little child actor. Like I would do like musicals in Atlanta and uh, yeah, I like was apparently supposed to be in the chicken commercial and then they got oh, yeah. canceled but like i was briefly at a uh, dakota fanning's child uh agency so hey. yeah oh didn't, nothing came of it but <laughs> but yeah i mean it started pretty young and it really was just like that sort of like finding community you know getting attention getting yeah that sense of like i i'm, I'm sure you guys experienced this as well like both in you know comedy and music and that you know you get like a little kind of family when you do these collaborative yeah. creative projects with people and it I think that was really really big for me and so yeah. Devin like when when was it that you like were able to get past your sort of like insecurity about performing mm, I mean well into adulthood I'd say I mean I y'all can't see right now I'm <laughs> a taller guy so like yeah. growing up my folks and like people around me they wanted to push me towards sports and everything like that Mm -hmm. and because of that because I felt kind of forced or expected to perform in sports I didn't really like it yeah I didn't really like it growing up so all I wanted to do was just go home read comics play video games and read Harry (laughs) Potter but I yeah that that was kind of like my retreat what happened (laughs) no 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 literally like I cannot believe that you guys have like not hung out before because like the you are like hitting all of the Michael like major points. <laughs> I used to carry yeah. the books. I, mean, I used to carry all the books with me, dog. Like, whoa, yeah, wild. wild. I, that was that was my sanctuary, man. Like, I could in in those worlds, I was brave enough to be like, okay, this is who I am. This is who I want to mm. be. Da, 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 da. But my first outlet, the first outlet that I sought out or the first outlet that I poured myself into was Vine, honestly. Mm. And that, that was, like, a way for me to get, like, characters out, get writing ideas out, like, it, not yeah. even just, like, comedy or whatever. Um, Because in my early 20s, the instinct was still to shrink, was still to kind of, mm. like, I didn't really have posters on my wall growing up because I was afraid of letting people know what who you I know? was. Oh. And it, this wasn't something that, like... Like my, my my folks are very supportive. My, my they're lovely people. Yeah. I think this was yeah. just like an insecurity that I put on myself. Sure. So now having this outlet, having this medium to put shit out there, I'm like, okay, I can cuss on here, right? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck yeah. Come on. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I didn't really want attention, but I just wanted to pour something out. And mm. I was on Vine for a little bit and I got some positive feedback. I was like, all right, this is kind of cool. This is validation I need to show that I can actually do something. Mm. Yes. Things in my head aren't just for me. There are actually people out there. So mm. I had a little community on there that gave me the courage to move to New York. I was working at WWE at the time and like I was <laughs> nice. taking like UCB classes, driving back and forth to Stanford. I'm from Connecticut. Yeah, I was gonna say it's in Stanford, right? Yeah. Like, oh my God. So that's like yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was it was, it was I a pass lot. it on the train when I go visit uh, my own uncle. <laughs> oh, Darianne. Shout out to the Metro uh, North. Um <laughs> wait, you're you're from ATL, right? Oh, uh, well, I'm from outside of Atlanta. I'm from a uh, flowery branch. Okay. So I'm from small town, Georgia, but we were like, you know, closest to Atlanta, but I've got family up here. So yeah, I've, I've passed that WWE stadium uh, or like building many times. <laughs> Mike, where are you from? I'm from Bushwick. Oh, word. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bridgeport, Connecticut. All right. Now we know where we're from. All now right. We <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I think just I never really wanted to do live stuff. Mm. I, I always gravitated toward writing, perfecting, rehearsing, and then putting it out and let that mm. thing speak for me. But coming out here, getting into live sketch comedy that like allowed me to kind of dissolve those fears i had of being vulnerable and being exposed on stage yeah. because it is there's an energy to it that i'm saying energy too much but it's real like i'm, I'm there's an energy <laughs> yeah. to kind of like being bare but under the guise of a character that you created you know what i mean like this is me this is also a combination of me and the energy you're giving me i'm looking right. at y'all you're you're looking at <laughs> this manifestation of my mind and yeah. it's still kind of like I still kind of have to reconcile with that a little bit, like the 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 instinct that I've built up in my childhood to shrink mm. is getting less and less. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is which is great. Um, but yeah, I think I don't know. I found my way through so many different mediums: through radio, through mm. social media, through you know meeting like-minded people through this community. Yeah, it's been cool. I'm still finding it. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. So I mean, do you? I don't know, like on this podcast, obviously, we talk a lot about, you know, attractiveness, what is attractiveness, like, you know, mm -hmm. and that's, you know, especially when it comes to performers. Um, so, I mean, is that something that you find yourself as a performer thinking about, like how you are perceived in terms of attraction? Uh, rarely when I write, do I write, especially when I write for myself, I don't write uh, attractive people. I try to write... <laughs> Some because I it's 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 whole it's so hard to be like oh this is attractive because it's mm. right. not to someone you know what I mean right. I can't I don't want to be the person dictating what's attractive I don't want to push that up my agenda on anyone I just mm -hmm. want to push a situation but um I think all of my characters are weird and passionate and I think passion mm. is attractive so like right. that more often than not resonates with people. Uh, than anything than anything physical so maybe that's that's what maybe that's what I'm attracted to I'm mm. finding that out right now maybe that's what I'm in <laughs> infusing all of these something like I don't know the, the characters that I do the characters that I gravitate to like David Allen Greer no mm. even if he's playing like a small 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 role on yeah. like a cameo on Martin or something like that right you know he's gonna be th this that's one of my he, favorite Martin clips ever because it's yeah him yes. You know what I mean? 
he can sing, he can dance, he can act, he yeah. can be serious. I want to see him do more serious roles. He's been killing. I want to see him live. He's. Oh, I saw him live, and it was one of the highlights of my life. What what, I, what production what was, was it? In that that Porky and Best revival from a few years ago, oh, where he played uh, Sport and Life. Holy it shit! Was fucking incredible. I he, saw that. Oh my god! Holy I was like. Yeah, I was like having the vapors. I was yeah. like oh. the vapors. <laughs> yeah. He was he was fucking amazing. Like uh that so. that's when I truly like fell in love with Dag. I was like, oh, this mm. this is my guy. Yeah, he's <laughs> a lot of fun. Dougie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, is that Dougie? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so Michael, I mean, I guess same kind of same question to you. I mean, like you're both like in the comedy world where like I feel like attractiveness is not so like I should, I, I'm going to rephrase that. <laughs> Instead, it's not that like you have to be like the best looking person in the world, but like people are often very horny for comedians because like they do have that like charisma and that like, you know, special sauce or whatever. I mean, have you found that to be the case? Like as you're like performing throughout the city? Um, I would say <laughs> these days are very different <laughs> from the old days and the old <laughs> days uh, I was like, man, this is the time of my life. I love this shit. Um, I loved that kind of attention. Um, mm -hmm. But over time, as I've become more mature, uh, <laughs> I'm starting to feel more. Um, uh, I'm trying to put that out of my brain because I, I, I kind mm -hmm. of want to be. I want to play. I want to be more characters that remind people of like their uncle or their dad or like <laughs> uh, angry next door neighbor. Um, <laughs> you are really yeah. like putting yourself in like a middle aged category. Uh, it's like, just the way before that, your time. <laughs> they just feel more fun to me. Um, mm -hmm. I like That's for real. a long time. Pardon? No, I was going to say that when you were when we were doing our sexy voice for the trivia, like your voice was like, I know this man. From yeah. <laughs> That's Who a hot uncle. It's a hot uncle. <laughs> Who's uncle? It's yeah. <laughs> hey, man, little pimp. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, little man, what's going on, young squire? Um, yeah, it's it's Oba Baba Tunde in uh, that thing you do. Yeah. Uh, like that kind of a character. Um <laughs> It's not yeah. lost on me that like the sexy voice that you often do for our sexy trivia game it's, is usually pretty close to your dad voice. It's usually him. it's usually my look, my dad is the guy that showed me how a man ought to be. And that mm. is what I've developed is like, oh, that's what a man ought to be. And anybody who falls below that ideal, I'm like, you're a piece <laughs> of shit. You're not not or not a piece of shit, but like you got some development. You're not my dad. <laughs> you, you're not my dad. You don't remind me anything of my dad. None of my bosses, none of the people I work with, they don't remind me anything of my dad. That's their problem. <laughs> Maybe I'll put that in a performance review. <laughs> you don't remind you me yeah, anything. Yeah. You want me to listen to you? You gotta start reminding me of my dad. All right. Yeah. Um, you haven't yeah. talked RoboCop once. We haven't <laughs> talked RoboCop <laughs> once, dog. Well, you didn't show God. me Reservoir Dogs. You didn't show me Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> oh, that's dope. Nice. Yeah, cool. at an unusually young age, I think Michael saw Reservoir Dogs. Damn. Yeah, I was, I was um, not all right. <laughs> <laughs> but so, speaking of other movies, uh, what are some things we would like to pair with Men in Black? If we were to do like a double feature or recommend something to someone who loved Men in Black, what would, what would we pair with it? Mm -hmm. it's 
funny. I always have this question listed in our outline, and I sometimes don't <laughs> I even think about it of, every time. I forget about <laughs> it every time. Sometimes, sometimes it makes sense. There's an easy movie to pair with this one, but based <laughs> on the things that we're talking about today, okay. Uh, Batman Forever is the movie I'm going to pair with this. I want to have. <laughs> it. It's either Batman Forever or uh, The Adams Family. Um, those mm. movies are fucking fun. Raul and yeah. Raul yeah. and uh, we have talked fuck... about before on this podcast. Yes, Ooh, another man. Barry Sonnenfeld <laughs> movie, also with uh, a hot, uh, you know, woman who has proximity to dead bodies, um, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I wanted to say Batman Forever uh, because, uh, Devin, you had posted uh, an opinion that I agreed with hardcore. Um, and sure. I think it fits in a genre of movies that I was like horny about before I knew what horny was. <laughs> like mm-hmm. the Batman Forever movies are horny in a way that is different from Batman Returns, which is also another like late 80s kind of horny vibe. This <laughs> 90s Batman Forever was kind of, had kind of, I, I mean, they they really put it in your face. You see their butts, you see the suits. Uh, like the Joel Schumacher Batman world. Both of those movies I would <laughs> I would pair with this. It's camp. It's full camp, yeah. man. It's they, camp. They it's just a fun fucking time. <laughs> Yeah, the fight scene um, where uh, Chris O'Donnell's Dick Grayson is fighting like the biker gang and it's all fluorescent is, is yeah. incredible. And yes. Tommy Lee Jones in that movie uh, is he's insane. Having the, he's mm. crazy. He's having the, the time happiest I've ever seen him. <laughs> the happiest movie. I honestly, man is having fun. Yeah. He's also in this, mo- this Steven Seagal movie called Under Siege where he's just... Un- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yep. There we go. <laughs> manic. I. We need more manic Tommy Lee Jones, man. I, he's yes. he's so fucking good, and he oh, looks God. good in that movie too. He's got the leather jacket. He's got the headband. He looks like a badass. It's dope. Oh, what I, is the yeah. quote from Tommy Lee Jones about Jim Carrey, where he apparently said on set something like, "Young man, I don't know why you're acting like a fool." <laughs> yeah. I don't care for your tomfoolery or yes. something like that. Uh, I, something verbose <laughs> and poetic. So good. <laughs> Um, That's incredible. I, oh, I would pair. <laughs> oh my oh, what, god! I got my. I think I found it. I think I found it. Uh, no, keep going, oh, keep going. Yes. I, I did not find it. Uh, oh. <laughs> I, <laughs> I would say Jumanji. I would pair Jumanji with. That's Men a in good Black. one. I, I feel like there's equal parts, uh, adult aspects to it. There's equal parts horror to it. There's some yeah. moments for the kids. Moments for you know new crushes to be or old crushes to be found um mm-hmm. shouts to kirsten dunce shouts to whoever played that the aunt in that movie too she was oh. beautiful oh, is that bonnie yes. Hunt? Oh. is that bonnie Hunt? that was she was the she was the uh she was robin williams love interest in, in the movie i forgot her name that's right but the yes. aunt bonnie Hunt. she had yep. dark hair no no the no. she was paired with david allen greer she was um <sighs> you remember, oh that's you know gonna I mean? kill me yeah oh was it Beacon Eworth? Oh, I don't know. She played Meg. She she was the voice of Meg in the Hercules animated oh. movie. Oh, oh wait. yes. Oh my God. Yes. Damn. What was her oh. name? God damn it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. No, but it's so good. It's so good. Oh my oh. God. Yeah. That cast is also full of just like so many hotties. Like it's crazy. Like I pulled up the IMDb just now, and like I it forgot. Like 
half of the people that were in this movie. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Patricia Clarkson. Like, I. Uh, oh, my God. In in this okay. one or uh, Jumanji? In Jumanji. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It was B.B. Newworth. You're right, Shelly. Oh, my God. Uh, She's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Meg in Hercules. Her voice. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh Frazier's ex-wife. God. Oh my God, she has really? so much. Yeah. Wait, in the show, not in. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. BB Newworth did not marry a Republican. Come on. <laughs> I, I've never seen Frazier, but it's having a new. People love it. I, 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 I love some Frazier. I will say, a few yeah. years ago, I was like, I needed some comfort viewing, and Frazier was right there for me. So, hey. were you <laughs> a Cheers of- person also? I started to get into Cheers pretty recently, but yeah, Cheers but Frasier, I've time. seen like every episode. Oh, yeah. love it. Love it. Anyway, um, I, for my pairing, okay, I'm going to do, hmm, I had two that I was trying to decide between. So uh, one of them <laughs> is a, a bit of a long walk, um, but it is the only connection uh, is <laughs> that, uh, I find it very funny that the actor named Rip Torn is in Men in Black, and I would pair uh, Men in Black with Dr. Strangelove because I think it's also very funny that there's an actor called Slim Pickens. So (laughs) (laughs) I love actors with goofy names. So that's the connection there. But I think for a more... B.B. Newworth, come on. <laughs> but for maybe a more appropriate pairing, I would say Men in Black and um, and The Fugitive. You know, get Tommy Ooh, Lee Jones in there. Yeah. He's having fun in both of those. He's yeah. smiling sometimes. He's cracking jokes. So <laughs> That would be like my that. Tommy double bill. <laughs> I got to watch The Fugitive. I, I'm embarrassed I haven't seen it. I would it. love, if I could choose who my genie would be. Would I be love Tommy this Lee question. Jones. Oh wow, God. that is such an insult to Will Smith. I will say we've talked about this for <laughs> almost an hour and we've like not even brought up Will Smith like for more than like two minutes. Okay. <laughs> Holy shit. Attract- I wasn't attracted to him in the movie. I'm sorry. He didn't do it. In the movie. Oh my I mean, God. listen, but he's a fucking star in this movie. Like, oh, let's yeah. be real. Oh, Bang. oh yeah, he's good. Ooh. God. The- All right. I just got to go back for a second. I love your thing <laughs> about the genie, uh, like the genie that you would pick um, because I-, I have been thinking about this on loop. Uh, for the past three weeks, because I'm writing a pilot about genies. And uh, <laughs> I was thinking, like, who would I want to be my genie? And Michael Keaton is probably the one that oh, I would probably want to Oh, nice, oh, bro. Yes. Yeah. Very you good. Know. Are we, I love that. Like, what, like, Michael Keaton as himself, or just, like... Michael Keaton uh, as himself, like a guy who yeah. just eats, you know, salads and bags of nuts, is <laughs> pretty healthy, and <laughs> wants me to do my best. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Beetlejuice yeah. was kind of a genie. Yeah. He was, yeah. Yeah. He was like an, yeah, kind of like a mean genie. But I guess genies yeah. are like by by nature kind of mean, right? You know? Yeah. They can yeah, be. Yeah, they're they're, they're always trying to trick you. Yeah. They can be. <laughs> Yeah, uh, was I was it uh, Idris Elba who played the genie in that um, yes. George Miller movie? Was that I, really good? I didn't see, see it. I oh, yeah. did see it. Oh, okay, yeah. oh, all right. I did see it. Uh-huh. It's it, it's <laughs> fun. It. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, wow. you you watch it you once. See, that's, yeah, you said fun in italics, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh... It's it's fun. I, a, I'm glad. Tilt to the head when you said fun. <laughs> Here's the thing. It it probably wasn't for me, but I'm glad they gave him. He had however much money to produce this like fantasy movie. Like it, yeah, it feels like something that 
the kind of thing that doesn't get made because most things have to be like some big ass other mm-hmm. franchise or some shit like that. But this was a one and done fantasy <laughs> rom- romantic comedy. It it works. So. And it seems like a good thing for Idris Elba because he is like a fascinating conundrum of an actor in that he is like one of the most handsome men I've ever seen, but he's Mm. also so fucking goofy. So like (laughs) (laughs) it feels right that he'd be playing like a a genie in a candy movie. (laughs) Yeah, you don't see you don't see black actors, attractive black actors being goofy ever. Yeah, I mean, no. him being in fucking Cats. <laughs> well, He's, just speaking of attractive black actors being in Cats, Michael. <laughs> I mean, I didn't see Cats. What's up? Cats is a good time. Mike, <laughs> Michael famously was in a community theater production of Cats. As really? <laughs> yeah. As a, as, a, as the Rum Tum Tugger. Hold on, we can't we can't Rum-tum switch tugger. the characters. I'm sorry. Up. I'm sorry. Rum tum, oh, it's gosh. okay. It's okay. It's <laughs> just humiliated. I want people to to search the right things when they How do the search. How dare you? Um, no, it was, I gave years of my months of my life to that show, to that production. Um, and we have photographic evidence. Yep. Uh, listeners go to our Instagram because you will see Michael in full cats regalia. It was the, that was, that was oh. 17. That was the peak of my, that was my sexual awakening in that, that summer. Um, wow. it was fucking wild. I'm so, be, I, God, I'm so jealous. I really duh. wish you could have been monk. parties, man. Is it that, was a fun time. That? He's another cat, man. All right, cool. I'm with it. <laughs> Say no more. Yeah, dog. <laughs> I just oh. wish I got to experience the uh, um, cast dynamics and the cast yeah. parties. You know, dog. I mean? like yeah. that was just yeah. a Sloppy. bunch of virgins sitting around. <laughs> That's it's not what a, I heard. It, <laughs> not in college, but in high school. <laughs> oh man, I heard. Uh, okay, I heard. I mean, I heard maybe you had a hornier stories. school than I had. <laughs> I just I know was... all, of all the, like being in the comedy world, especially out here. A lot of there's a huge musical theater background, and as yeah. a person who wasn't in it, I'm hearing all these stories about high school. I'm like, God, y'all are getting down. Yeah, and I yeah, was people were getting down. <laughs> fuck. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. That's amazing. Yeah, I was just uh, smoking weed and watching Bergman movies, so I was not exactly uh, <laughs> getting down. <laughs> well, Michael, down. I think we've got a little quiz, do we not? We do a little have game. a little a little game. Um, for now, the placeholder title for this game will be Blockbuster Price is Right. Um, so I've put together some questions, um, and some I'm just going to make up, but I went to a website and pulled... Uh, the domestic, international, and worldwide box office numbers for uh, mm. six actors, six main actors in the cast. So that's Will Smith, Vincent D'Onofrio, Tony Shalhoub, Tommy Lee Jones, Rip Torn, and Linda Fiorentino. Okay. And so I'm going to ask you a series of questions based on these. If you have the answer, uh, just go, uh, woo! And uh, I will hear your answer. Are we ready to play the game? Yes. So ready. All right. (laughs) Of the six actors that I named, who was paid the most? And can you guess the number? That's a little extra, a little extra cherry on the Sunday. Yes, Devin. Um, 
This is Devin, first time, long time. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say, I think Tommy Lee Jones was top build, so I'm gonna guess five mil TLJ. Final okay. answer. Mm-hmm. This is 1997. Oh, oh, okay. Hmm. Okay. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it was Will. I think it was Will, and I think it was four mil. Mm. Okay. So, Shelly, you are closer to you are closer to the number that your selected actor made. But Devin, Tommy Lee Jones made seven million dollars for this to Will Smith's five. So, whoa, price is right yeah. rules. Price is right <laughs> rules. Uh, <laughs> uh, I am gonna give, I'm gonna give it to Devin. I'm just making up my own rules as we go along. Um, I'm gonna give it's it to only Devin. Hair. Yes, for yeah, that's Shelly and I. When we come up with these games, uh, we are ruthless <laughs> to each other. Uh, oh, Shelly, no, don't, don't switch it up just because I'm here. Let's go. No, 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 no. This, no, is, this, this our is the way games it goes. Are lawless, lawless lands. <laughs> um, I'm listening. So it's time for question number two. Okay. The answer (laughs) to this question is going to be a fun one. All right. I want you to name all six actors in the order of which made from who, (laughs) who made the most money to who made the least money. Okay. Box office gross, we're talking. Wait, how do we buzz in again? Uh, you woo. go, woo! Oh, okay, woo! <laughs> okay. okay, so I'll name say... the actors again. Okay. Will Smith, Vincent okay. D'Onofrio, mm-hmm. Tommy Lee Jones, Linda Fiorentino, Tony mm. Shalhoub. Okay, I'm going to say Will Smith, Tommy Lee Jones, Rip Torn, Vincent D'Onofrio, Linda Fiorentino. I'm going to say the same, but I'm going to switch Tommy Lee and Will. So Tommy mm. Lee, Will, Rip, <laughs> Vincent, Linda, Tony Bologna. <laughs> yeah. Tony Bonomi. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Tony, Tony don't know me. Tony don't know me like that. (laughs) I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to Shelly because you started with Will Smith and it, but, uh, the, the, the correct answer is, uh, Will Smith, uh, he made, uh, 9.6 billion. Uh, that's, then it's Vincent D'Onofrio, uh, 3.6 billion. No, then I have Tony, then I have Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. Oh. Then oh, I have Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. It's it's their. Oh, not oh. You mean like their filmographies oh, box office? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I said Rip yeah, no, that's Torn. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rip Torn, number one, baby. Yeah, that's fine. It was a, it was a fucked up Avatar. <laughs> it was a fucked up question that I was making up on the spot. Nah, so you're good. That's I'm, that was a good I'm like, question. Do we, I fucked up. It was good. No. I'm doing this in an Excel sheet. So that's why I'm like, ah, these numbers are so exciting. I, I feel like John Nash in A Beautiful Mind oh. right now. Uh, but Michael it's Will Smith. Excel sheet. <laughs> uh, 
It's Vincent D'Onofrio and Tony Shalhoub, who oh. are both uh, tied at $3.6 billion. Then Tommy Lee oh, Jones, wow. $5.8 billion. Rip Torn, $2.2 billion. And Linda Fiorentino, uh, $700 million. But only wow. a couple of those they're like leads or supporting actors in. So it's, it's yeah. just th- thinking of mm. their entire uh, filmography. Oh, and you know that D'Onofrio's got all that Law and Order money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that sweet, <laughs> yeah. sweet Law and Order money. He's got that the cell money. Yeah. <laughs> the cell. I love that movie. Wow. Oh, the best. Um. Wow. Damn. Shout out. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Listen. Oh. Three, nine bill. You said. Uh. So three point six bill. But now I'm looking at this sheet now, and I'm seeing that Tony Shalhoub's filmography. And Vincent D'Onofrio's are exactly the same, which means I made a mistake. And my sheet <laughs> is now conflating Vincent D'Onofrio and Tony Shalhoub's uh, filmographies together. So mm. we have to return to this at a later episode to figure out Ooh. who is the heaviest hitter. Is it Tony Shalhoub or is it Vincent D'Onofrio? Uh, so I don't for the know remainder about the integrity of this quiz, <laughs> this game is good. This game is good. I'm just going to You're omit hungry. Tony Shalhoub from this, <laughs> since I do not have his yeah. filmography in my sheet. Um, but all of the rest of the questions are structurally sound. Um, mm-hmm. So, of the five actors that I am legally allowed to talk about, uh, which of the I love five... a game show where the host is more pressed than the, the <laughs> players? That's good. <laughs> the host like sweating like yeah. um, the brow. Yeah. Are there uh, vowels up there? I don't fucking know. Hold on. Let me let me go see. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Words are hard. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was just Googling dyscalculia the other day, <laughs> which is a thing I might have. I work with numbers all day. Um, um dyscalculia. Uh, uh, it's like dyslexia, but for numbers. Oh, so if you're ever ooh. thinking, if you're ever Dangerous. thinking, like, why do I hate math? You might got that. <laughs> I know? was a math major. Um, oh, then damn. I, then I gave it up. Fuck. I got my first. I got my first F in freshman year, and I was like, yeah, maybe math isn't for me. And thank God I did because I found my <laughs> way into the arts. Good. Wait. So are you good at are you good at math or are you not good at math or do you just get an F? I'm good at math. I'm- <laughs> I'm good at I, I was really good at math uh uh in like high school and like college, God. but like I gave it up. But mental math is my thing. I, I think I'm mm. bad at like uh like if you ask me to solve like calculus or some, some shit right now, like I wouldn't be able to do it. I've given it up. I've retired. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I have a master's degree and I can barely count. So wow. in math? <laughs> I, I am no. Oh. No. <laughs> <Babe>. <laughs> No, I mean, I, uh, math is uh, long in my past. Yeah, we gave <laughs> it also discalculate. That sounds like uh, an Italian person uh, asking for a calculator. Discalcula. Discalcula. Hey, is he that discalcula over there? Where hey, pay twenty percent. Twenty percent is what I pay. I use discalcula. Mamma mia. Okay, I have two more questions. Uh, so the last one. I am going to give to Shelly still. Uh, All right. For sure. Thank you. uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just so I want you to think I'm a good host. Um, Okay. So He's a good guy. 
One of the uh, of the six or the five actors that I'm legally allowed to discuss, who has done the most movies? So Will Smith, Vincent D'Onofrio, Woo, Rip Torn. Yes, 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 yes. Rip Torn. Definitely Rip Torn. Because he's old, and they used to make so many movies back then in the day. Nice, Devin. What do you got to say? I'm gonna say. Hmm. Damn. <laughs> I think Shelly got it. I think Shelly got it. But just to be, uh, just to play the game, I'm gonna say Vincent D'Onofrio, Babysitters Club. Mm, oh, Mr. Mm. Pizza. He was my second. Okay. Yeah. So Vincent D'Onofrio. So all right. Linda Fiorentino has done 15. Rip Torn has done uh, 53. Tommy Lee Jones has done fifty six. Will Smith has done. It's just do. It's just pulling the count of the titles. Has done thirty. <laughs> Will Smith has done thirty four. Wow. And Vincent D'Onofrio has done fifty nine. Oh. oh my god! Hey, what about Tony? Yeah, uh, what about Tony? Tony is incorrect because it's pulling from uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's <laughs> filmography. So I have to right, I, I have to omit Tony Shalhoub, and that will remain a mystery until uh, we actually figure out the mystery of yeah. of who has made more films. Like, what is going on in Tony Shalhoub's filmography? I don't even know. I don't have the. Yeah. I didn't pull the data, so I don't know who the fuck that guy that? is. Outside the man was busy. He was doing Monk. He was, he was doing Monk Broadway. Monk. You know, uh, he was yeah. busy. Mm. All right, shouts to Vincent. Okay, damn, shouts <laughs> to Rip Torn. Yeah, Rip Torn has a selective career. Selective. Uh, busy, Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> you, you said Rip was thirty something. No, uh, so Will Smith did thirty four. Oh, Rip okay. Torn did fifty three. Got gotcha. you. Okay. There's a lot of movies. Okay. Nice. Okay. <sighs> now. <laughs> I am about to I'm doing a formula right now so I'm going as to walk you through speak. as we speak so I'm filtering out all of the actors and I'm going to go Will Michael's Smith Michael's writing on a giant uh, blackboard you know just like <laughs> putting in numbers erasing numbers he's disheveled okay. so you know it's going to be good this is going to be a all good right, formula right, right, he keeps right, right. running his hand across his okay. head and he's he keep, wearing right, a I'm in the pivot table <laughs> He keeps I saying mean, the way of the table. future for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> he won't stop washing his hands. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, actor, clear, and then Will Smith, and then, all right. Now we are going to filter by the domestic box office numbers. Yes, we've got them all. Shelly, okay. when you guys play games, what, what uh, games do you normally play? Like, is it like fuck kill. war games? Is it... Oh, I, I was giving you space, bro. I, I didn't want to just... I was, I was trying to help you out. My no, I got boy. it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> but it is true. We do a lot of Mary Fuck Kill. We do a oh, lot of Mary Kill. We always say Mary Fuck Kill. I say Fuck Mary Kill. Devin, what order do you go in? Ooh, damn. You've, you've infected my mind now. Now I don't know. <laughs> it's like when people oh, ask you, like, how do you spell woe? Is it W-O-A-H or W-H-O-A? <laughs> yeah. um, 
I didn't. Damn. It's like when you like think too hard about like the process of breathing, and you're like, wait, huh? Oh, that's. Do you guys know that when you breathe, you breathe backwards? Um, I think I say fuck, Mary kill. Yeah, thank fuck, Mary, you. Kill. It's FMK. Come on, Michael. Yeah. I say marry, fuck, kill, and that's just where my priorities because are. Because you believe in the sanctity of marriage. <laughs> I, I just, I believe it's just practical. It's, it's, you know, it's, yeah, it's hard. You out can't here. fuck until after you've married. You can't fuck <laughs> until you can't, yeah, can't, and you can't hey. kill until after you fucked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's got to be real. <laughs> <laughs> marry fuck kill damn i really do say that i don't kill that's, just that's anybody normal, okay yeah. kill normal kill human kill progression. you get married <laughs> then you fuck them then you kill them come on yeah. um, my papa did it okay. <laughs> and his and his okay. father before him sorry go ahead mike <laughs> i have one final question and this is uh i'm gonna name will smith's top Grossing films. Mm. And I'm going to need you to name the one that made the most in domestic box office. So Americans paid to see this. They went fucking hand for this oh. movie. <laughs> okay. So, I already know it. Oh God. Independence Woo! Day. <laughs> I am legend. Sue Suicide Squad, aka Do Duicide Squad. Aladdin. <laughs> Men in Black. The first one. Ooh. Woo. <laughs> yes, Devin. Woo. Oh, wait, there we go. Um, and- <laughs> <laughs> there you got a double woo, a triple woo, actually. Oh, yeah, that's what it should have been. Woo, ha, ha, my fault. <laughs> um, in the, I'm going to say Independence Day. Americans, you know. Propaganda, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, ID four. Okay, it's, it's all there. Independent. Okay, I'm gonna, all right. I'm gonna do a woo. A woo. Okay. Sorry. Woo ha <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's actually very good. That was actually really good. That was really good, Shelly. Yeah. You've done what no sure white woman should up. ever do again. Will ever do again. <laughs> that was an amazing micro impression. Wow. Ah, uh, that was amazing. Thank you. Oh my, from the impression master themselves. Ugh. Okay, I'm going to say, unfortunately, I think it's Aladdin. Wow. Okay. What could it be? I don't, I don't like it, but... Listeners at home, Disney. you can buzz in. Uh, send send me a text. <laughs> Let me know what you think. Text and, blue uh, to 4321. Text <laughs> uh, so the answer to this one, uh, Independence Day made $306 million uh dollars domestically and aladdin made 355 million dollars so aladdin aladdin won damn Um, okay guy richie damn so look the game the game ends uh in a tie which doesn't really happen no um shelly won very often beautiful no listen we all win right was it a tie were there four it, it's a tie. It's a tie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is why we often do um, odd numbers of questions. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I can, I can do another one. All right. Hey, I got another one. I got another one. Tommy Lee Jones, same question. Tommy Lee Jones. Men in Black, Men in Black 2, Batman Forever, The Fugitive, Lincoln. Mm. He was in Lincoln. 
Yeah, he was good mm. in Lincoln. Oof. Now people went ham for this movie. Ooh. Name them again. Uh, so, uh, Men in Black, Men in Black Two, Batman Forever, The Fugitive, Lincoln. Mm. Woo! Yes, I'm gonna say Men in Black Two. Very good. <laughs> I was gonna, I'm gonna agree, but then we'll be tied again. So uh, I'm gonna say, <laughs> damn, I'm gonna say, oh shit, I'm gonna say Men in Black, one. Hmm. The correct yeah. answer. So Men in Black 2 made $190 million. Men in Black wow. made $250 million. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Damn. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Without the IP people? established. Come on. Yeah, man. <laughs> this shit is like, this is, this is the, the most soulless aspect of uh, movies is, is the number crunching, but it also excites me the most. Uh, just knowing, like, holy shit, that was his biggest fucking movie. Yeah. But Will Smith, I mean, he, his. They can't stop his movies from making money. Seriously. And I am so disappointed right now that I don't have on our little soundboard uh, the clip of Christopher Walken in King of New York going, ha, ha, you know I love money. (laughs) (laughs) Do y'all have a soundboard? We we got a little sound. We've got this. They call me Frankenstein. We gotta bring Frankenstein back sometime. We gotta bring Frankenstein back and we've got... I'm not masturbating. <laughs> so we got some classics. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! That we have not been, been taking advantage enough. <laughs> that could have been dropped. Oh god! All right, what's your what's your favorite one that you haven't used in a in a while? Okay, um, I will say, be, based on how wonderful and fun this episode was, I think this is the most apt one that we haven't used in a bit. Yeah, that's a fun one. That's a fun that's one. And that's how I feel after having this great time with you guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> what, a, what a segue. I love it. That was great. Thank you. Must a seg. Oh, <laughs> so, man. Devin, where yeah. can people find you? And do you have anything coming up that people should look out for? Um. Yeah. First off, I had a great time. Y'all, this is really cool. Thank you for oh. having me. Um, Thank you for coming on the show. I, yes. Of course. Ugh. And if you guys want to hang out, um, just send me a text and. Oh. Uh, uh. I'm hey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> listen, um, I'm at Gant Dev on all the socials. Um, my sketch team, Young Douglas at Young Douglas Comedy. We're uh, taking a little break for the summer, but we'll be putting on a show last week in September. Uh, the fourth Saturday of every month. Uh, my band Skeeter DeMilo, we're about to go on tour in August uh, in Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Philly, and ending in Brooklyn. Uh, follow us at, at Skeeter DeMilo. Um, nice. And yeah, I'm I'm around. You know, I'm in Brooklyn. Come <laughs> come say what up. I don't want to tell you guys what to do with your life. Just, you know, hit me up. Let's Just go to Brooklyn, walk <laughs> around. You might yeah, see Devin. Do the sights. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh and michael where can people find us all over the place instagram <laughs> uh twitter 
uh, threads everywhere on uh, our name is everyone is hot pod. That's every number one is hot pod. And uh, show us love if you're wherever you're listening to us. If you can rate us five stars, rate us five stars, because uh, anything less will get you a boot in your ass. Okay. Yeah, we'll fucking kill you. I've don't fucking it. don't don't fucking string string us along like that. You know. <laughs> how dare you? Uh, Preemptively. How dare you? <laughs> I love that I we start are berating off people by saying how dare you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we are berating our listeners every <laughs> at the end of every episode on their commute to it's work. So mean. It's yeah. Uh, it's so mean. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We're nagging. It works. We want them to it come works. back. We want him to come back, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh. Lord. Well, we are about to turn our ACs back on. Thank but uh, <laughs> yeah. Michael, what should the listeners do until our next episode? Please remember to stay horny. Horny. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.